Good afternoon, Patriots. It's Scott here from Woke Societies here to drop another episode of amazing content. We had a huge Supreme Court decision drop today about Trump's tax returns. Now, the media is trying to spin in a certain way, but I'm here to tell you guys it's bigger in more positive ways than you can possibly imagine. Q has talked about in previous drops, what if by law every U.S. congressman, woman, anyone that holds office, Supreme Court justices, president, are audited one every one to two years by an independent agency? This is the question that I asked in this episode. How do we how do we make sure this corruption never happens again? Well, with the Supreme Court case coming out, it's going to open the door for a lot of other things and potentially a massive Q proof is about to come true. We have all that updates on Gillian Maxwell, everything going on with Spygate, and of course to end the episode with some amazing funny sound clips but before we begin as i always like to do let's hear a word from our sponsor you guys have been hearing me talk about them for months now same sponsor we've been doing flip city magazine america's last laugh this is a satire comedy magazine that's made by two beautiful people out in california they pour their blood sweat and tears into this magazine it's mad magazine on steroids they are completely independent and they're, of course, American-made product. And the best part about this is, at the top here, you guys can see it is PC-free. So this issue is what you'll be getting if you subscribe today. Everybody hates Bill Gates. And just to get a sneak peek of what you're going to see inside of this is Biker Mobster Zombie Meth Lord. I don't know if that's supposed to be uh, Rick from Walking Dead, but it's pretty funny. Um, with the zombies here again, just pointing out this is a family magazine that can be that your kids can read. It's something you can hold on to and keep on a shelf for years to come. This is a snapshot of history. And we have another edition of Woke World here. And you can see here just as a funny clip. Um, can you not dive out, drive out my demons? Demons need a home too. And it's just really, really funny stuff. So this is what you're going to be getting. And when you hop over to their website at flipcitymag.com, when you go to their subscription page, you're going to see here your options. You have a one-year subscription, which breaks down to $5 an issue. It's four magazines for the year. You get one every quarter. And this is the print copy that will be mailed to your house and in professional package, which is absolutely worth the money. And they also have the single prints, which you can get here for $5.99. And just to let you guys know, they can now ship internationally. So that is possible. So you have all that good stuff. And one last thing about them. For all my first responders, police, military, if you use the code USA, they are still promoting this, you will get $5 off a lifetime subscription of your magazine. So every year, you're not going to be paying the full $20. You get that $5 discount off if you're a first responder, police officer, or military personnel. That is being offered by Flip City, so check them out. They're in my description below. Again, you support my sponsors. You support my channel. So thank you guys for getting that in there. So as I always like to do, let's hear from the man himself, Mr. Joe Biden, talk about his campaign and further further dive himself into a hole, and then we'll get the show started. So we'll take a watch of this, and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Let's take a watch. All of a sudden, this phrase, this phrase everybody's been woke well, guess what? The rest of the working class people in America have been awakened and realized, whoa, you know, back in the 30s, when we had the first breakthrough in terms of what, and for uh, having union movement be able to move. Lonnie knows I believe this every fiber of my being. We're posed. I, what I propose is, is it can be done. I think we're in a position to, to really make it happen. And my team and your team are already working closely together on politics like prevailing and... Pre Look, 
Yes, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm t taking too much time, but, you know, and so you asked other parts of a question. I, I can't remember what, what other ones were. What was the other part? Jump back in. Can you hear me at least? I know you I can. I can hear you. Can we please end this clown show? For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring it all to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up your eyes and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through Project Looking Glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Oh, Joe. It's just getting worse for him, ladies and gentlemen. As the days go on, that cognitive decline just seems to be getting worse and worse. So thanks for joining today. Thanks for hanging out with me. Let's get into the news, shall we? There is a lot we have to go over today, as we always do. And I just want to get the Supreme Court case right off the top. I want to talk about this. This is what came across my phone. And there is so much that has, there's so much implications that this has. And we're, again, we're going to be, this could be on the forefront of another huge Q drop, which we're going to jump into right now. So let's go to the news. We have just the news, the article.com. And here we are. The Supreme Court hands Trump win, blocks Congress from getting his tax returns for now. And before we get into the content, it's just funny because when I wasn't awake, when I was still in my living in the matrix and doing my own thing, I re first remember the media going after this man's uh, tax returns. I think this was even before Trump and the whole Russia thing, or this could have been all happening at the same time. I honestly don't remember, but I remember first hearing about the Dems and the mainstream media wanting this man's tax returns so bad. And I just never understood why, because as far as I knew, and this is before, again, I was even woke, you could say, have presidents and justices and anyone else have, do they have to provide or career politicians, do they provide their tax returns? So I always thought it was a, a weird thing that these people were demanding Trump's returns, a longtime businessman that's made billions. He's been a businessman for decades, and yet they want his tax returns, but Past presidents and justices and congressmen and women, they don't get audited for for anything. They don't get checked. The people making the decisions in our country, wouldn't we want to make sure they're not being influenced by outside entities, right? So here we are. We are July 9th, ladies and gentlemen, still talking about Trump's tax returns. And now I think there is a huge reason behind all this and what Q has been referring to that this is still going on for positive reasons. So let's take a look at what happened today. The Supreme Court on Thursday said President Trump is not immune from a New York district attorney's subpoenas of his tax returns about that the prosecutor will not receive the documents right away. The decision was the first of two Thursday by the high court on the question of the president's financial records. The case will now head back to a lower court, which appears to mean the years-long matter will not be resolved before the November presidential election. In the second decision, the high court blocked House Democrats' request to access Trump's tax rec uh, records. In Trump versus Vance, the majority 
opined that a subpoena to a sitting president does not have to meet a heightened standard to apply. The court ruled 7-2 with the majority opinion written by Chief Justice John Roberts, Conservative Justices Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsh concurred with the majority while Samuel Alito and the Clarence Thomas dissented. In the second ruling, Trump versus Mazars, USA LLP, the court avoided a ruling saying instead that lower courts had not taken full account of all the possible separation and powers of powers concerns. The court's decision effectively blocks House Democrats from accessing Trump's financial records for the time being. So this entire thing, because there was a press conference with Kaylee um, about this, and the press was actually asking somewhat relevant questions besides the clown show questions that they usually ask. And of course, what they wanted to do was to paint Brett Kavanaugh and other conservative justices that ruled. They're saying they ruled against Trump. And really, all they did, this is the same thing that happened with DACA. It was pretty much punted down to the lower courts because there was still more work that could be done by the lower courts looking into this, and it did not have to come up to the Supreme Court for a decision on this. So this was put back into the lower courts. At the same time when this does, it blocks the House Democrats who have been foaming at the mouth for years trying to get these tax returns, and now it is now blocking the House Democrats from accessing these financial records. And just like Kaylee was talking about today, just as a side note, I know this isn't the most exciting topic as far as tax uh, tax returns, but we're going to get into the exciting part in a moment. His tax returns are still under audit, and he has said from the get-go, and I remember this before I started even doing any of this, that he would release these tax returns when the audit was done. And that's still to be that's still to be had. But the funny thing is, knowing how Trump operates and how he's always five steps ahead playing this 5D chess game, you know for damn well when those tax returns are, or if they ever are released to the public, it's going to be a fat nothing burger once again, and it's going to blow up in the Dems' faces. So don't be surprised at this. So let's get back here. Shortly after the rulings were released, the president took to Twitter to respond to the opinions of the day. The Supreme Court sets case back to lower court arguments to continue. This is all a political prosecution. I won the Mueller witch hunt and others, and now I have to keep fighting in a politically corrupt New York. Not fair to this presidency or administration. And he he seemed to be pissed, but at the same time, we know he can be pretty blunt in his Trump, pretty blunt in his tweets, and uh, that's what we got today. And of course, the media is trying to spin it a certain way, and it's just not working. So it, the article continues to say, in Trump first advance, the court rejected the argument that the president is immune from investigation while he holds high office. They determined that a prosecutor need not show a greater than average need to obtain records. However, because Vance is seeking the documents as part of a grand jury investigation, which are confidential, which are confidential processes, even if the New York district attorney receives the president's tax return and personal financial documents, they will likely not be not made be made public anytime soon, and almost certainly not before November. So. In case anyone's worried that this could be used against Trump, it's not going to happen before the election. And again, have some faith. The man, is a, he's been in business for decades. He knows what he's doing. He probably knows the tax laws better than anybody. And if he doesn't, he has a team, certainly, that knows the tax laws probably better than anyone in this entire world. So just think about this. So what is what does this all this mean? What is the door opening? So the House Democrats aren't getting what they want. The, the Supreme Court is ruling a decision saying that the lower courts need to relook at this because it should never have made it to the to the Supreme Court as far as the checks and balances as to what the lower courts were supposed to do. So this in turn blocks the House Democrats from getting these tax records. And even if they were to go to an attorney general, they could not be made public yet. 
So what, again, what does all this mean? So let's go over to Mark Levin here on Twitter. We're going to get into an article also to add some more context to what I'm trying to explain here. The Supreme Court, this is from Mark Levin on Twitter. The Supreme Court just opened itself up to congressional demands for the individual justice's tax returns. He said, I can see a situation in which the House or the Senate decides that it must have access to all the justices' tax and financial records each year to determine if their influences in any way to write the decisions they write or vote the way they vote on numerous cases. And number three, the justices will not be able to argue that they are immune as a matter of separation of powers because as they just shot down that argument as it applies to the president. So again, because they are they, what they just ruled for Trump also has to be applied to themselves. So they, again, here are saying they are not protected from having audits or anything being done against them, they themselves, the justices themselves. And this is why this is such a huge deal. Because now the justices have now opened up themselves to audits as well. And now we can look. The, the Senate, the House, they can they can request to have audits done on tax returns for justices to see if there's any influence in any people in, in their back pocket that are attached to them that are prodding, prodding and poking them to make a certain decision based on others' influence. And we know that has probably been that's probably been happening for a very, very long time. Now, this is very exciting. It's very exciting because Q's been talking about this for years. So let's go to a gateway pundit article here. So Mark Levin, Supreme Court just opened itself up to grand jury demands for individual justices tax returns. And this is why it's so important. On Thursday, the Supreme Court ruled a grand jury in Manhattan can subpoena President Trump's tax returns in their ongoing witch hunt against the president. Mark Levin blasted the decision and warned the SCOTUS judges that Congress can now subpoena their tax returns. And he goes into it here, which we just saw. And Mark Levine then clarified that it is the New York grand jury that can subpoena the SCOTUS members' tax returns. And it says, actually, Congress did not get the president tax returns. The Manhattan DA may get the information, and the, and, and the congressional subpoena issues have been punted to the lower courts. And he just reiterates this down here in the article. Now, can you imagine? Can you imagine, ladies and gentlemen? You start here with the Supreme Court justices. Where, what if it begins here now, we find out that there's other influences. We're talking about the highest court in our land here. Being exposed for having other people and lobbying for them or other interest groups, corporations in their back pockets that are influencing these judges to make certain, certain decisions and to vote certain ways. Can you imagine that'll come out if it ends up coming out that the Supreme Court justices are audited as well and we find out there's money donations from outside corporations. And then you look at how they vote on certain cases and you see how it's favoring certain corporations, certain people, or certain groups. What kind of shit show is that going to expose the country? That is a gigantic red pill in itself. And when you have court justices making rulings on the Second Amendment, abortion rights, and huge, huge the biggest cases that can possibly come up, why shouldn't they be held to the fire and to be made sure that the decisions being made are of theirs of their own opinion and not outside influences? This is where it's going. And I'm going to show a tweet here from my man Methods because he's the one that brought up the QAnon post talking about 
how independent audits are important. So remember, Q is pointing out the percentage of how much money from BLM was going to uh, certain presidents. We saw the list. What percentage of total, and this is from post 4555, what percentage of total of BLM donations between June 1st and July 1st went to Biden for president? And we saw it was millions and Bernie Sanders actually got the most out of anybody, but we know what happened with him. The Democratic Party eat their own, so he got screwed. So Joe Biden was second on that list, but again, it's still millions of dollars. What percentage of total of BLM donations between June 1st and July 1st went to the D-Party affiliated networks? Independent audits are important. Now, when I was reading this, because when I got into the Q movement, what I did was I read every single drop and I read them multiple times from front to back, trying to, this was me trying to figure out if Q was legit. And this triggered some, uh, um, this triggered some old drops that I remember reading and going over. And I'm going to show you some of those right now. Now, these are not new Q drops. Q hasn't dropped since the, uh, since July 2nd. So, we're going to go back in time here because the Q drops I'm about to show you are super relevant to what's going on now. The first one I want to show you, because we're talking about holding officials accountable, holding the people in Congress accountable on both sides. It's Democrats and Republicans. So the first example I want to show you guys is a drop here from December 3rd of 2019, talking about the Paris Agreement on climate is another scam to rip off taxpayers and enrich the politicians. So Q is asking here, who audits where the money actually goes? This is when you get you get these uh, huge foundations drumming up money because the world's ending and we need to fight climate change. Who audits where that money is going? What percentage is typically categorized as cost? How to steal taxpayer money, the con, determine topics that have emotional pull, connect unvocal types. And that's exactly what the media is used for. That is the arm of the media to hit those emotional buttons to get people to cough up money, which ultimately ends up going back into the pockets of these people that aren't doing shit to help our country and robbing the people that actually are doing things for their country. So Q continues to say here, create media blitz. Scare campaign, talking points, alarmist, use pro-narrative-minded authorities on subject to provide foundation to support, deploy circular reporting and grouping tactics, use echo chamber to artificially rise public outcry, use public outcry to justify billion-dollar taxpayer spend. Rinse and repeat, guys. This is a money laundering operation, and it's a this is a full-on scale operation to completely rob the American people. So Q writes, who audits where this money goes? Percentage to original mandate, the salary of a U.S. senator, salary of U.S. congressman, woman, president, vice president. What's their net worth pre-office and what's their net worth post-office? How do elected officials become mega millionaires? Corruption, logical thinking. And Q is asking some very logical questions. How is it possible when we know the salaries of senators and congressmen, they're not the greatest, but you know, you can make a living off of it, but they end up becoming multi-millionaires. And how does that happen? How does that happen? Well, with things like these fake Paris agreements and climate scams and other scams the Dems are pushing, and there's more to this. Let's go back here even further. Post 2700. POTUS, this can never be allowed to happen again in our country to another president. And this is the most important Q drop today that I'm going to be talking about in the episode. Because this is, this is if, if a system gets in place here where, actually, you know what? Let's just read it. And I'll, then I'll ask you guys the question. POTUS, this is from Q writing. 
This can never be allowed to happen again in our country or to another president. And Q says, how do you deter and prevent this from happening again? Simply by terminating employment of those responsible, that's not going to work. Simply by conducting a few non-threatening investigations, that's not going to work. Or by prosecuting those responsible to the fullest extent of the law. Setting up new checks and balances and oversight designed to increase transparency. And that is what we need. That word transparency is what's been missing from our government for a very long time. And not everything has to be transparent. There has to be some kind of national security. There has to be said some things kept under wraps. We're talking about as far as money brought in that's helping these people personally. That's what we're talking about. So provide OIG office with funding incorporated size authority, provide select committees with access and in-house viewing of non-national security classified material, provide a check on directors, deputy directors, assistant directors of all such ABC agencies, that's the FBI, CIA, NSA, all these, all these, um, all these departments that work in our government. Establish financial checks, reviews of those in senior positions, audits of direct family, close proximity, everybody. Transparency and prosecution is the only way forward to save our republic and safeguard such criminal and treasonous acts from occurring again. And this is important because, again, we're talking about saving the republic, what's left of it. We are not a republic anymore, by the way. Our republic was lost a long time ago. But this is what we're trying to restore, and transparency and prosecution is the way to do it. While some want to quietly remove those responsible and go about our business, safe face for the world stage, those in control understand this band-aid will simply not work. It's just a temporary distraction and to keep this money laundering system going. Nobody should be above the law, no matter how massive the spider web is entangled. This will never happen again. Truth works. Facts matter. And you want to talk about the complete hypocrisy of talking about transparency and tax returns. We're going to be seeing a, a video clip here of Joe Biden literally talking about this today, talking about his tax returns, and he tweeted this out. Let's take a watch and see what Joe Biden had to say about these tax returns. Mr. President, you want to talk about corruption. I've released 21 years of my tax returns. I entered as one of the poorest men in Congress, left one of the poorest men in government, in Congress, and as vice president. I made no money while I was in there other than my salary. Mr. President, even Richard Nixon released his tax returns. Mr. President, release your tax returns or shut up. <laughs> release your tax returns or shut up. And the man has the balls to say this stuff when he was doing all these corrupt things out in Ukraine with his son, the, uh, the, the, the quid pro Joe with Ukraine and all these other things. And Biden is talking about release your tax returns, release yours or shut up. It's just it's just funny. It's like, Biden, do you even remember what year what year you're in right now? And you want to talk about this. It's just really funny to see the complete hypocrisy. But these are the people that Q is warning us against. We know that book deals are made with certain publishing companies that Q has easily pointed out that are tied to certain groups as well that was helping the president during the presidency. They go in, they write a book, which is more propaganda, and then what do they do? They make millions of dollars off sold books, and more money is washed in their secret shady deals that are going on. Now, now this, this was the Q drop that I was referring to. This is the most important one, not the previous one. Had to back up a little bit. So this one right here, 3383. We're going back to July 8th, almost a one-year delta on this one. July 8th, 
of last year. 3383 Q says, Dem leaders raking in money, kickbacks from foreign, foreign aid funded by U.S. taxpayers. And now this is the big bomb here. Imagine what would happen if, by law, every U.S. congressman slash woman, U.S. senator, president, etc., was by U.S. law audited every one to two years by an independent agency. Imagine what would happen if those audits extended to all family members of such elected official. Would these continue to push for foreign aid to other other seas versus the homeland, other countries versus the homeland? What happens when the kickbacks dry up? Waters, $4 million house. Nancy Pelosi, who we're going to see in just a moment. Net worth, $150, $150 million plus. Joe Biden's son, brother, net worth tens of millions. Clinton family, 200 plus million. Pre-election of BC, this is Bill Clinton, less than 1 million. Obama family has 40 plus million. Pre-election, they were less than 1 million disguised under book deals. And this is just one of the avenues, which I just talked about, that they do these things. Those who take are offered more powerful positions within the party. Controlled. Drain the swamp. And this is why I'm telling you guys right now, and this is also a the, the clip here, the the um, the image that was screenshotted in this drop where it's showing the U.S. taxpayers are paying for it all. We're paying for all this corruption, ladies and gentlemen. That is what should get everyone fired up. It's being taken out of our pockets. Look at Paris Accords, scam. Red Cross, scam. Foreign aid is scam. War, scam. And they say, think George Soros pays for Antifa out of his own pocket? The hole is deep. Do you feel sick yet? And this was a drop. This is why I'm saying Q has been on top of this. Look at this. This is from January 7, 2018. And Q, we're in 2020, remember, guys? And Q was talking about George Soros paying for Antifa. Do you think that's out of his own pocket? Do you feel sick yet? Do you guys feel sick yet? I certainly feel sick. And this is why I'm saying the Supreme Court decision opened the door for these justices now for Congress to look at them. And you think it's going to stop there because if the Supreme Court justices can be audited, why can't everyone else in Congress and in government? Why not? They're family members. Every one to two years, if you have nothing to hide, if you're going by the book, if you're a law-abiding citizen, not raping this country and raping the citizens in this country, having us pay for your corruption, because the corruption in itself is worse, but the fact that we're out here paying for it is even more infuriating. Why can't we have an independent agency audit all these people to make sure the people that are in power, the ones making the decisions, are kept in check? Because right now, for a long time, the checks and balances system has been corrupt for a very long time. But guess what? We have our drunken maiden here, Nancy Pelosi, talking about checks and balances. And, of course, this was just today. She goes back talking about Trump's taxes, talking about Russia again. Let's listen to this stupid idiot talk because I just had to I have to play this for you because it happened today and it's so relevant to what we're talking about right now. Take a watch. Look at this. Very unlikely you're going to see these before the election. It's very right. also unlikely that the New York case, the tax returns will go before the grand jury before the election. So are you disappointed that Congress and the American public will not see these records, almost certainly will not see these records before November? Well, thank you for that question because it takes me to what was really important about this decision. This isn't so much about the president's records, although we'd like to know, you know, how Russia funded his operation all those years. We would like to know how Russia funded his operation for 
all those years. That this is this is how she starts out. It's sickening. That's not what was at stake. What was at stake is the president above the law. Is this court, <laughs> court friendly to the president, uh, going to rule in favor of the executive branch and say that there is no congressional oversight, undermining our system of checks and balances? So for us, that was what was important. And what is at stake is the system of checks and balances, as I say in my statement, the genius of the Constitution. If, in fact, they would have ruled that he is above, not above the law, I mean, that he, that he can do whatever he wants without any oversight from Congress, that would have been a, just devastating, to tell you the honest truth. And we would still fight it. We would still fight of it. Of course you would. would have abandoned all precedents and the rest uh, that has ruled in favor of Congress having oversight authority. And she keeps going on with her drunken voice. But the funny, this the, the complete hypocrisy of hearing this lady talk about checks and balances and that no one is above the law. Man, I cannot wait for the hammer to drop on these people. I just can't wait because it's complete projection at this point. Joe Biden does it all the time. Nancy Pelosi does it all the time. And we're still talking about how these tax returns are going to show the entire world, even though the Mueller report didn't show shit. We're going to still find out, guys. It's This is the Trump card. Literally, this is the Trump card we've all been waiting for because the tax returns, the tax returns are going to expose the operations that Trump and Russia were working together. And it's going to show the money and all that stuff because the Mueller report couldn't do it itself and the years of investigations couldn't find any more information out about it. And it literally let Trump off the hook because he wasn't guilty of any of this. Still no charges to this day, but here we are. Here we are on the same old story, almost four years from the date, talking about no one is above the law. These Trump Trump's tax returns are going to prove that he was with Russia. It's just so sickening. It's so sickening. So are we, are we really surprised in this? And really, X-22 report summed it up perfectly here. Think logically. Supreme Court just opened the door. Imagine what would happen if, by law, every U.S. congressman slash woman, U.S. senator, president, etc., was by U.S. law audited every one to two years by an independent agency. What happens if those odds extended to all elected family members? And this is retweeting a, a tweet here from uh, from Trump. Courts in the past have given broad deference, but not me. So, are we going to see a sweeping new law come out of this? That's going to start with the Supreme Court and then it's going to be mandated for the entire, for the rest of Congress, Senator, President, whatever. Independent agencies auditing every one to two years to keep them in check. And this will be the new checks and balances system to hold anybody that's hold, making decisions in our land, holding them to the fire, making sure they are doing their job and they're not corrupt. This, ladies and gentlemen, is how we stop the corruption and we make sure that this the cesspool of corruption in our country never gets a chance to come back and haunt us ever again. So that this is where it's going, and it's very exciting times to see where this all goes. So that's everything I want to talk about the tax returns. Let's transition here to some Spygate real quick. Our girl, Catherine Heritage here at CBS, dropping some more bombs on Chris Steele. Really quickly saying, British court orders ex-spy Christopher Steele firm to pay limited damages to two Russian bankers for inaccurate or misleading material and dossier. Why it matters, the dossier central was to, was central to ongoing Durham investigations. So if the dossier was legitimate, 
Christopher Steele would not have to pay damages to these Russian bankers, right? Because again, the dossier was completely fabricated on false information and lies, and now he was forced to pay two Russian bankers bankers for inaccurate and misleading material in the dossier itself. This is just a appetizer, ladies and gentlemen, of what's to come for anybody that's implicated in Spygate. And they wanted to get these riots out there to take to take eyes off, but it's not going to work. And I've been seeing a lot of articles talking about how Durham is not going to be able to get this out in time before the election. And we're just going to talk about that because I already know it's coming. People are going to complain to me and message me that Durham's not going to be able to drop the bombs that we're all waiting for before the election. So let's just hold their horses and just take a look here for a minute. This is from True Pundit, and depending on what article you read, there's different takes on this. So just just for an example here, True Pundit was talking about Chuck Grassley. He's saying predicts Durham probe will not lead to prosecutions until after the election. And that's his opinion on this. We don't have to dive into that. That is just what his, his opinion is. And this is from his twi- uh, twit, Twitter from July 6th talking about Barr recently said this is the closest we have ever come to an organized effort to push a president out of office. Leads me to think Durham won't report any prosecutions till after the election so as not to influence a vote. Sad. Now, this isn't this is just Spygate. This is just Spygate. But when you hop over to Zero Hedge here, talking about John Solomon, he says indictments imminent in Obamagate probe. So let's take a look and read what he has to say. Investigative reporter John Solomon said there's a lot of activity in U.S. Attorney John Durham's criminal investigation of the Obama administration's probe and now debunked claims of Trump-Russia collusion during the 2016 election. My sources tell me there's a lot of activity. I'm seeing personally activity behind the scenes showing the Department of Justice is trying to bring those first indictments. Solomon said in an interview with the Fox Business Network, Lou Dobbs, and I will look for time around Labor Day to see the first sort of action by the Justice Department. Now, don't quote... Don't even quote this. Don't mark it on your calendar, guys. Labor Day is going to be the day. If we don't see anything, we're going to go to Woke Society's YouTube and Twitter and blow them up and say, look, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. My personal take on all this right now, whatever arrest we can get before the election is gravy. I don't care. If if it's going to help Trump win the election, great. At this point, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so confident that Trump is going to win the election. We don't need we don't need this to happen to get him over the edge to beat Joe Biden. I really don't believe that. I talked about it on Tuesday. There is a ton of people that these polls, the same polls that were out in 2016, they weren't fixed and they're not taking into account all the Democrats that I see across just my personal feed and messages that I get saying they are now a proud Trump deplorable. They're going to vote for him. Just this one time when they didn't vote him, vote for him four years ago because they see that they now are seeing the direction the country's going in if Joe Biden is left to take to rule the land with his uh, with his with the far left people like the squad and everyone else that want to destroy this country from the inside out. So I'm not worried about it. Whatever we can get is what we can get. And at this point. I feel like we're going to probably see more come out of the Ghislaine Maxwell and Epstein stuff probably first before Spygate anyways, but that's just my opinion. I don't have any sauce on that. But let's transition to Ghislaine here because I just I wanted to bring up the whole entire um, the Durham probe because I see I saw a bunch of articles and people were already complaining that if we don't see an arrest by the end of the summer before the election, I'm done. I'm done with Q. We can't. We got to stop talking like that. We got to stop thinking like that. It's going to come out at the time it's supposed to come out, and it's going to be when it's perfectly set up for it to happen. 
Just be patient. It's going to happen, okay? All right. So let's talk about Ghislaine Maxwell here for a little bit because I'm going to show you guys some crazy history and ties that she has to the Clintons that really not a lot of people are talking about and why the Clintons of all people right now should be staying staying up at night, not catching any sleep because of what's going to be exposed. Federal prosecutors refuse to give more info on why it took 24 years to arrest Ghislaine Maxwell. And now this is what I was saying before. There was no information given as to what led up to the house arrest in New Hampshire, all that stuff. It was all mystery. It's still a mystery. So federal prosecutors refused to give more information to the Daily Caller News Foundation on why it took so long to arrest sex offender Jeffrey Epstein's cohort, Ghislaine Maxwell. The U.S. Attorney's Office of the Southern District of New York would not provide more information when pressed by the DCNF on why it brought charges so many years after an accuser claims to have told investigators that Epstein and Maxwell allegedly assaulted her. Asked Monday why it took so long to arrest Maxwell, SDNY spokesman Nicholas Baez told the DCNF in an email, we bring criminal cases when they are ready to be brought and when they are confident we can prove them beyond a reasonable doubt. And the reason why I want to bring this up, guys, because I am getting more and more of that feeling that Ghislaine Maxwell was already taken in when Epstein was arrested or when he supposedly killed himself, whatever whatever it was at this point, I believe they had they already arrested her and it was not made public and she was used as a as a decoy to drag in the rest of these actors could it be Mel Clinton the Clintons in general um, Prince Andrew and whoever else was on those lists in the in the logs the Lolita, the Lolita Express log the Black Book all these things to me why they're being more secretive about it just tells me that there was so much more going on behind the scenes that we didn't know. And that Maxwell was already in custody and working with uh, the feds and whoever else, whoever else is handling this case and roping all the other pedophiles and whoever the corrupt people are that had dealings with Epstein and Ghislaine. I am, I am, I'm almost positive that is what's going on now because what other, what other argument or whatever theory would, could you make that would make sense as to why there's no information as to what led up to this investigation? Because there are still, that information is tied into other people that are still ongoing um, operations. That's that's just what I think. We'll have to see if that plays out. But I want to show you guys this article and why I feel like this first big arrest that we're still waiting for is going to trigger mass awakening. It could very well be the Clintons, and when, that would not surprise me when you see stuff like this. This is from uspoliticsandnews.com. This article is actually, it came out December 17, 2019, but it's an older article, but it points out how deep the Glenn Maxwell and Epstein connections actually go. Let's read this. This is super, super interesting. Why hasn't Glenn Maxwell, the alleged pimp of deceased Clinton donor, Jeffrey Epstein showed up for an interview with the FBI yet? Just kidding. We all know the ugly answer to that question. The Clintons have spent the past four years denying their years-long close personal friendship with Epstein and Maxwell to limited success. A new and very blatant connection to the duo has just come to light, which makes us wonder why no one has uncovered it previously. It's almost as if the media doesn't want to look at it too closely at the Clintons' relationship with Epstein and Maxwell. Hillary just had Botox done on her cheeks, which prompted a small busload of articles declaring the 17-year-old tyrant to be looking young, vibrant, and oh-so-sexy compared to the bad orange man. She appears to be very close to finally jumping to the 2020 race at long last, so we think it's important to highlight the Clintons' friendship with a monstrous couple that abused dozens, possibly hundreds, of children. Their latest revelation about close Clinton friends dates back to 1994, but we'll start with Hillary's 2000 run for Senate in New York. So you guys are going to get a little history lesson here, so just bear with me because it all is going to tie in and make sense. 
That year, one of Hillary's extremely wealthy donor friends in New York was dumping a lot of cash into supporting her run. That person was Dale Jirasi, the son and heir of Carl Jirasi, inventor of the birth control pill. After pouring thousands of dollars into Hillary's campaign, a big scandal erupted that caused the Clintons to distance themselves from Dale Jirasi. It turns out that back in 1994, Jirasi had been a participant in one of the widely anti-Christian art projects that was being funded by the NEA. In this particular art exhibit, a naked man in a Batman mask was being whipped by a couple of guys as he carried around a crucifix like Jesus. And we see all this weird ass, all this weird artwork in all these people's houses that just is creepy and it just, it's disgusting. And it says you cannot make this stuff up. So as we continue here, it says eventually the two men pretend to nail the naked Batman to the cross. One of the men whipping the nude Batman was Dale Jurassic in the picture. Really fun, creepy stuff. The Catholic League was rightly outraged by this blasphemous display posing as art, which was paid for by the U.S. taxpayers. The League demanded that Hillary return Jassari's campaign donations. We don't know if she ever did, but she publicly distanced herself from Jurassic at that time. Okay, so we established that. So this is where it gets this is where it gets interesting. But 12 years later, Hillary repaid the favor the same way that she has always repaid favors to the donor friends of the Clintons. She gave Dale Jurassic's son Alex a cushy spot at the State Department. Imagine that this was a blatant cronyism and smells nearly as bad as hunter biden's cushy job in ukraine which was obviously secured due to nothing more than his vice presidential father's name alex jirasi landed his his big job at the state department in 2012 and stayed on the job until 2015 right before hillary left the state department the younger jirasi was just just 25 years old when he landed this position oh well what's the big deal right it's not like hillary gave an important job to a kid who was fresh out of college Wait a minute. According to his bio, young Alex Jirasi was put in charge of the State Department's Bureau of Near Eastern Affairs covering the Middle East. He worked directly on the Arab Spring and Hillary sent Alex as the U.S. representative to the Epitriate rebel groups, Friends of Libya and Friends of the Syrian People. In other words, Hillary put the inexperienced son of one of of her donors in charge of handling two of the biggest foreign policy debacles. And this is true of the Obama administration, which was Libya and Syria. So what does this have anything to do with Jeffrey Epstein, Glenn Maxwell, and it has everything to do with it? Look at this. Alex Cesare's mother is Isabel Maxwell, as in Ghislaine Maxwell's sister. Hillary Clinton put Ghislaine Maxwell's fresh out of college 25-year-old nephew in charge of the Obama administration's Libya and Syria policy. Holy crap. Would you can you can you reconcile that kind of connection? A woman that is now being charged for trafficking children? You put her nephew in charge of Libya and Syria foreign national policy in under the Obama administration. Huge stuff. Huge stuff. How do they sleep at night? It gets worse. This is the exact type of cronyism that the Clintons have always engaged in dating back to 93 when Hillary fired the White House travel office staff to give those jobs to a Hollywood donor friend's flight service in exchange for donations to Bill's first presidential run. How did everyone miss this obvious connection between the Clintons and the Epstein-Maxwell axis of evil? Because it makes the Clintons look even worse, of course, and we're not going to stop talking about Hillary and Bill's close ties to Epstein because it's important that the truth of the relationship eventually comes out. Oh, and good luck with your little 2020 campaign, Hillary. And this was back in 2019 when everyone thought she was going to run again. She's not at this point. But holy cow, guys. A gigantic, gigantic connection. 
with with the Clintons and the Maxwells. He, they took Ghislaine's nephew and put him in charge at 25 years old. I'm 30 years old, five years younger than me, running foreign policies for Libya and Syria. And we know how bad that turned out for the Obama. It's one of the worst black marks on his entire presidency was the just terrible way that he handled Libya and Syria. Man, I don't... I'm hoping it's the Clintons first. The Clintons first or Obama, I don't care at this point. We'll have to see which one is going to fall first, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. So wrapping up real quick, all this is so important because if the Clintons had one, we would never be seeing any of this. The Epstein would probably still be alive. Ghislaine Maxwell will probably be doing whatever the hell she wants to do. But we have here the squad talking about how they are going to introduce a bill to defund the police and give reparations. And they go into it here. This is called the the breath act, which is completely ridiculous. It's just again, talking about how we're to establish reparation programs for African-Americans and people harmed. They want to pretty much take away any tracking devices on gangs. They want to um, get rid of prisons. They want to shut down prisons. They basically want to let criminals out and do whatever the hell they want. That's essentially what the Breath Act comes down to. It's not worth even talking about into, into depth here because it's never going to get past the uh, get past the Senate. Nobody in their right mind on both sides right now wants to defund the police. No one's about that. It's a terrible way to kill yourself politically. So how do I want to end up the show? Because seeing this, talking about on the Daily Caller, the painters have began to work on Black Lives Matter mural on the street outside of Trump Tower, New York City. Again, another spit in the face out to New York City workers, people that live there, and the police. You're literally there painting a billboard for the people who just ransacked and destroyed their city. And what do they do? They're painting their name in front of the Trump Tower. The people that just destroyed the city. Imagine that. We're in 2020. The people that literally walked through your neighborhood, burned it down. And what do your leaders want to do? They want to paint their name in your street, in your city. Are you kidding me? It's disgusting. It's really disgusting. So again, I want to end this show on a positive note. My boy here, the effing doctor, he retweeted me in this video. And it's so important to watch because it, it, she, this lady in this video nails it on the head as to what she's talking about. And let's see what he has to see here. Again, this is the effing doctor. Give him a follow at the effing doctor. He's a patriot. Really good dude. Shared this video with me. And she goes off. So this is... This is from Twitter saying, watch the white liberal trying to tell this courageous woman she is oppressed. Liberals are getting minorities killed by vilifying, defunding the police and destroying their neighborhoods. Watch this lady go off on this protester. It's amazing. People kill black people. They don't come out and do this crap. The only time they do this crap is when a white person touches them. They're the racist. They're the racist because white, people, white cops, it's wrong for a white cop to kill a black person. That's for sure. But if it matters, it should matter at all times. So what are you fighting for? What are you fighting for? You're not here to fight injustice. You're here to cause be stop violence. It's not about blacks. Unicorn world. That's not a unicorn world. Okay. Since you're so, you get it. Blacks are oppressed. I am black. I'm not oppressed. I am free. That's good for you. She said, "I'm not. I'm not oppressed. I am free." And that statement alone will cause any dem and, and hardcore liberal to have their head explode. They cannot. They cannot hear that. Individual person, what about a systemic issue? Here we Weird. go. I am black, I've always wanted to be, I have a, 
Like I do what I want. You have the skills. This is a country where you have the skills. You want to do what you want. You do it. Stop. Stop forcing on people to accept that they're oppressed. They are not. I am not oppressed. I am black. Stop making people accept that they're oppressed. You're forcing a rhetoric into your mind, which is not true. That's my point. Okay. Violence is wrong, period. It's not about blacks. Of course. You agree that whites kill black, whites too, right? Have you seen any white person coming out and saying white life matter or white thing? No, they violence do. is wrong. They literally do all the time. Every time there's a black violence, lives matter protest, problem. a white it's person. It's a problem. It's a violence problem. The blacks kill blacks in black neighborhoods every single day. I've never seen a black life matter in those neighborhoods. Never. Never. You know what they say? When the black person kill a black in a black neighborhood, they come out and they say, when the police comes, do you know what they tell the police? Snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. But if a white person kill a black person, black life matter. Stop the hypocrisy. Nobody takes this seriously. Nobody. If it matters, it should matter in black neighborhoods. You start cleaning at home. So why don't you go? You why start your cleaning at home. Why don't you start? I'm not carrying anything why saying black lives matter. I know I start? matter. Why don't you start? You guys are wasting everybody's time. You're wasting everyone's time. And that's exactly where I want to stop there, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Seeing that lady just destroy, destroy that person arguing about, again, systematic racism. It's, it's just, it's too much. So... Hope you guys liked the episode. It was great. Thank you for joining today. So that is all I got today. So on the way out, again, check out, again, you guys are already here, but like, share, subscribe, comment, tell your friends about this channel. We are the news now. Check out the Patreon. If you want to guys, if you guys want to become a diehard fan, I have all the Patreon tiers there and all the offers that I have for that. Check out the BitChute, my backup channel. And of course, check out my website at wokesocize.com where you can go to my store tab. And of course, as I always say, just on the way out, check out the merch store. See if you guys like anything. We have a bunch of new ladies shirts and new t-shirt designs for the men as well. Defund the media. We have hats. Again, you guys can see on the main screen as well. Orange Man Rad. All that cool stuff. All your woke mode shirts. All there. The PayPal donation link's there. And of course, check out FlipCityMag.com. Go subscribe to them. They're a wonderful, fantastic product. So thank you guys for coming in today. Thank you for joining. We have... Next one I'm going to be doing is Saturday, so we still have a couple days for this week 10 of pain, so we're going to see what comes out. So you know I'll be on top of it. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe, stay warm, and as I always say, stay woke.